Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl. This is not the best time of year. <laughs> you know those holiday songs? It's the most wonderful time of the year. Is it? Is it really the most wonderful time of the year? You know, for, for years now, I've been sort of making jokes about this, kind of like, it's it's the time of year when there are more suicides because it's cold, people are, there's not as many jobs, you know, it's dark, <laughs> like, all the leaves are off the trees, nothing's blooming, things are not growing things were like going into hibernation and so because it was such a dreadful time of year they decided that that uh, they wanted to have an entire holiday season around this this time of year like somehow get people back into shopping you know <laughs> everybody buy gifts for each other you know so that people People will go to the stores, you know. And then what's up with the turkey on Thanksgiving? I mean, honestly, like, what really is up with the turkey? Like, like all these turkeys just get slaughtered this time of year. I mean, maybe, maybe at some point in history, there was, we were getting, the U.S. was getting overwrought with turkeys, and they decided to have it this, the staple meal of Thanksgiving, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe like these turkey farmers were like going out of business. So they said, oh, we'll just, you know, every year you have to have a turkey for Thanksgiving. You know, and as a vegetarian, I just kind of like, <laughs> it's just not really. I mean, I love potatoes um, and bread, but it's not exactly uh, my favorite meal because <laughs> I don't eat turkey I haven't eaten turkey for um, many years but <laughs> I mean it's mostly just about expectation right and and this year is particularly bah humbug I mean honestly we have this like supposedly this pandemic going on I mean some people act like you know, we're supposed to be wearing masks. Some people say we're not supposed to be. Some say, people say we're supposed to be socially distancing. Some people say we're not supposed to be socially distancing. Some people say we shouldn't be doing any traveling. And then other people say, well, you know, they could be dead next year. So we might as well go see each other. I mean, it is just truly insanity. It It is just the weirdest season of all. <laughs> It's the most weirdest season of all. <laughs> anyway, and then I think to myself about how I, I, oftentimes I leave out details. I leave out details on purpose. Partly, the biggest reason why is that 
I just personally don't want to, sorry about my yawn, but I just personally don't want to relive it. Whatever it is, like, I don't really want to relive that again. I don't really want to relive that again, but, um, I, <laughs> I, I feel like every single year, like, there are these, 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 kind of like these triggers you know, it's like, you know, either your anniversary can be a happy occasion or it can be a really depressing occasion. You know, well, it is the, it marks the year anniversary of, you know, this like dreaded event. Every single year, you're just like, you know, the remembrance of this thing that like happened. You know, and it's like, I know, I know, I know we're supposed to be you know, we're not supposed to be living in the past. Don't live in the past. You know, we're supposed to be, you know, focused on our future, which is like a really, really weird concept. So, so we actually, we actually are, are really, the point is to be in the now. So waiting for this now of Thanksgiving, 2020, the now of 2020 Thanksgiving Day. And, <laughs> and the truth is, you know, it's like, I feel like I so often whitewash my material. I mean, even the book I wrote, like, I left out so many details. You just have no idea. Um that I really didn't want to get into and I really didn't want to share. I didn't want to be perceived as seeing myself as the victim, you know, I, or even being the victim. Um, and then I just, I just recently in the last couple of weeks, I have been just not doing great. If you want to know the truth. It's just the truth. I have not been doing great. I have been doing so not great that I've done something that I normally never do. And that is I, I set up an appointment with actually my therapist. And I, I don't typically see therapists. In fact, therapy really just hasn't worked for me. Like, it, it just... It has not worked for me. Like, you know, I, <laughs> I'm really, really introspective anyway. And so it's like, I've really like introspective, whatever it is that I want to talk to my therapist about in my own head. Um, so, so detailed, you know, that it's like, what is exactly the point and then you know I, I don't know it's like I just normally don't but I I've seen this just absolute decline in my joy about the last couple of weeks I just you know my my level of joy has just really diminished and I I have been just like, I don't even know how to describe it exactly. 
So I've been going back to my fundamentals and, and doing my basic things and to try to ease myself into a happier place. <clears throat> but yesterday, something happened that really kind of set me back and really like shot me back to a childhood that I actually don't want to remember. I I don't talk about my childhood very much on purpose. I mean I don't I don't want to remember it. I don't want to relive it. I don't want to consider it. I But then I had something happen yesterday that just completely catapulted me back to this basic feeling that I had been given by I guess my family of or 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 origin of just completely not being wanted this this feeling of unlovability of not being really wanted of of serving a purpose but not I I, I it's the best thing that I can describe is just this feeling of unlovability that was just sort of hammered into me as a as a child and so I've spent most of my life um I actually spent most of my life really in that space. And then and then a couple of years ago I I have I have progressively really learned generally to love myself. And so yesterday when this thing happened I was I was so I, I I just didn't even know how to respond and you know it's it's so nice N- nobody in my circle listens to my to my podcast whatsoever they most of the people you know haven't read my book um my sister did read my book and at the time, I th- I thought it was incredibly sweet. She sent me, I said, well, what did you think? And she sent me all these emojis, which I now know was just an effort to placate me. She really didn't like the book. Um, she has not said, you know, anything to anyone about me you know about anything and I've I've actually seen her promote other people's work on her on her social media she has not not one thing about me um and and so that would indicate to me that that she but you know my my work is really outside of her of her belief system and so to her it was just kind of a um break with break with reality sort of a a um 
a pathology. She saw it more as a pathology than an actual mystical events. And so, and, and so I, you know, at the time I, I, but at least she read it, but there's been nothing whatsoever said about it. Um, and (laughs) which sort of goes to, to my, my entire life of being really, I, I really, most of my life, I, I just had to just sort of, not sort of, just really in an interest of peace and keeping the peace in my family, I just had to not be me. And so I learned this art. I learned this art of just really, um, like just really not speaking or not saying anything that was really going to upset the apple cart. But a couple of years ago, some I had an event happen in my life and I could no longer go back to that box. There was no more being whatever I was before or I expanded to who I really was and then I was no longer it was I can liken it to like go coming out as I'm gay and then there's no not being gay anymore you're just gay but and that's not that's not what happened but I see only the closest thing that I can can describe to how it was when I when I came out as who I really was and um and the reaction to people in my life because what I what I am is actually very very outside of their comfort zone and so and so yesterday I I had this thing happen and 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 I don't and see and I've just purposefully not shared things but I'm going to share this so yesterday I, I was talking to my mother. I I had called her up and I, I really wasn't in a good place because the, the town that I live in was just inundated with people. Like it was really hard to drive because there was there were lines and lines of cars and there were just the stores were just packed with people and I had I had decided that I really, really wanted a cookie of all things for like breakfast. And so I, I had, um, I had gone to a couple of places in town and I couldn't even like, I didn't have time to do what I wanted to do because the whole town was just overwrought with people. So I'm not in a good space and I, and I called my mother and she says to me, okay, and I, and I do have to preface this with my mother did have a stroke not that long ago. She did have a stroke not that long ago. It's, it's her second stroke, but she's she's doing pretty good. Um, however, 
So she says to me, she says, honey, I just wanted to let you know that I wrote my Christmas card this year, my Christmas letter, and I I realized that I, I had written about sister this sister or my sister that had done blah 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 for me and I wrote about your other sister who had done blah 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 for me and I didn't write about you I didn't mention you I I and then I felt really bad about it and and I actually thought about putting a PS on my on my on my card on my letter but then I was like I wasn't really sure what that would look like and then also you know I'm not really doing that great with writing but I just really wanted to let you know how much I have appreciated you checking in on me and I just I don't even I don't even know like what exactly that means. I know what it would have meant like a while ago, but I don't even know what that means that my mother forgot to mention me in her Christmas letter. one of her three children <laughs> I just I, I just don't know like what exactly does that even mean you know so so I I went and I did a visit and then I I went home and I I just I actually couldn't write I couldn't work per se like and so then I started writing which is what I do I started to write and I and I about my feelings like like about little things about my childhood like and my adulthood and I I don't know but it was it was sort of like this this set off for this time of year this time of year when we're supposed to be I, the supposed to be is another thing that like really drives me crazy about our society is this idea of things and the supposed to be's but i i just I had ours all also just not been doing so well generally. So then one one could say that I had created that. I somehow had created my mother forgetting writing about her other two daughters but not saying anything about her third child. <laughs> sit here and I I try to think of myself doing that like 
I mean, sometimes I talk about one of my children in a, or talk about the other one, you know. But I can't imagine. I, I just, I don't know. It's just the weirdest thing. And so, like, you know. But it's not just an isolated thing. It's not just, it's not just that. That's just sort of the, the cherry on top of 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 this lifetime of learning a total to unlearn everything that I learned <laughs> about everything from my childhood everything that had led to my core beliefs And, and having to give up those, those core beliefs in order to find that truth is a really, really weird thing. Truth is a really weird thing and it sort of changes all the time and it, and it, and the truth is that nothing was really meant by my mother telling me that it is my interpretation of it that has caused to really, really affect me. <laughs> um, I think it was R Ram Das. I'm not sure how to say his name correctly. I'm really bad with pronunciations who said if you think you're enlightened like go spend time with your family or maybe I should say don't spend time with your family because it's almost it's almost it's almost a sure thing that they are going to bump you out of your happy place And so the last few years, I, I really have just sort of really changed my approach with people around me. But I also, I also feel a, a little bit different even about myself and that I really want people to be where they want to be. I want people to just be where they want to be including myself and that can be a really really painful thing because there are going to be times where the people that we love are not going to want to be with us us <laughs> and should that have a ramification or not should something come from that or not? It's like, I'm not entirely sure, except I sort of let people be where they, where they want to be. However, I just, I also want to be real about the way that I feel about that.
and 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 in being real it it you know and so this time of year just sort of brings up all of the uh, you know what it does it exposes the cracks in a in a relationship it just exposes the cracks that are already there and and it and it and it sheds light on that just how actually fragile that we all really are it's sort of like i feel like I feel in some ways more vulnerable than I've ever been. I guess in in a sense to even suffering. Because I if I didn't care, I wouldn't suffer in a way. And, and, and so I sort of feel like I'm, I'm getting more and more and more vulnerable, the more open that I, that I am. But the beauty at this point is, is that I know that I will survive. I mean, even if I don't survive, I survive. We survive. But I also will just like truly be okay. If nobody wants to hang with me at Thanksgiving, <laughs> and then like, you know, the other added joy of the fact that I, that I, you know, am perpetually single. I'm perpetually single in my life. I am a I'm I'm a serial single person. <laughs> and I'm not sure what to do with that any either. It's like, you know, and there's the the like schools of thought out there, you know, that there's like you know, there's something wrong with me if I don't have a man in my life. There's something, there's something, you know, I'm not desirable to men because, you know, why can't you find a man? You know, how are you still single? Uh, there's something wrong with you if you don't have someone in your life. Um, there's something wrong with you if you want someone, if you, if you would like to have someone in your life. It's like there is no winning in this situation with the exception of having someone in your life, which is also a huge phobia of mine in a way, because it has never really, I mean, it has had moments of greatness. It's had moments of greatness, but, and, and I, and I continue to have hope for something really wonderful. I really do something really healthy, something, something really joyful, something camaraderie and friendship and devotion and all these, all these 
definitions for something really beautiful with another human being. Because I think ultimately we aren't really meant to be alone. That everything about us is set up to be social. And I don't think there's a thing at all wrong with having this desire. As people would put it out there, you know, as soon as you stop looking, you know, they appear. When you least expect it, you know, all these like, I mean, honestly, I've spent so much time single that I know how absurd these things are and people should just not say it. Because whatever they have to say is is absurd on, on the level. But on the other hand, I, there's hardly a relationship out there that I would really want. There are not very many examples of people who are truly very happy to, together that actually have any longevity whatsoever. I mean, there's a few... So that adds, you know, just another, you know, that this time of year, you know, it's like, when is my life going to start? And I know that my life has started, but in some ways it hasn't started because it's not exactly what I would like to have. I would like to be experiencing these things with somebody and enjoying holidays with someone else. And, and really having that person also be my focus and, and, and so I've got like a lot of different things going on in my head, but I just, you know, and I, <laughs> out on like TikTok, this is something that I, I just, I have really noticed on TikTok or in social media, um, but a lot on TikTok, which is which is actually one of my favorite apps. I've learned so much on this app. However, it it is brought up this term called traumatic bonding, and and the people sharing their trauma. And then they, they share their trauma and they get a whole, whole, whole lot of followers, um, likes, uh, comments, <clears throat> sort of like this caring community. And so then they continue on and on and on and on talking about this subject, which is something that I have, I have been concerned about my own content and not sharing I mean I, I, I try to share my my challenges with the law of attraction and creating but not getting too much into this traumatic bonding because it it really becomes it, it it sort of keeps us stuck and living in the past 
And so, and so I would say, you know, why in the world am I creating this podcast? And I, and I guess it was just in some kind of sense of, of, of transparency of that it's not a straight road. And I, and I've had setbacks, especially the last couple of weeks, um, and 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 I wanted to share something else. There's this there's this lady that I actually found actually on Twitter, and the funny part is that they were speaking extremely negatively about her, and that is Peggy Hall of Hel- Healthy Americans, I think it's called, and she is really adamantly against these masks. I'm not, I'm not sure what her take is on the vaccine. I I really don't know, but, um, (laughs) now I'm trying to remember what, oh, she, 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 one of her YouTubes recently, she was talking about the effects of this COVID testing. And when they are doing this, when they're putting this little brush way 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 up into your nasal cavity and she said she said it it affects this this gland she said which is the first gland toward your brain and she was talking about your sense like it's by your smell your or factory or something and 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 ironically my my what i would call like like i don't know how else to, what else to call it but like my little mini depression started about the same time that i went and got tested for covid i i was having a really hard time one day and i thought that i might be sick and i and i work with people I'm I'm in people's homes and I do wear a mask wherever I go but I I thought it would be kind of responsible for me to go get tested so I ran over and they did this thing and and this swab in my and I have to tell you it had this really 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 weird feeling of sort of this this metal like actually kind of shooting into like my face or my the front of my of my skull <laughs> not my skull but my um brain <laughs> and then i started to notice that i was having these issues with my and they they swapped my left you know nostril whatever you want to call it and and i started to notice issues with my my left um tear duct um that i've been having some issues with my left eye which is which is right by where they swabbed me and she was saying that that it actually damages it does damage and she and she actually made the implication that it was purposeful. 
And I just want to put it out there that I have that, that this weird, like, it has been a really, really a while since I have felt like this. And I've been able to pull myself out, like, not that I've had, like, solid joy for, you know, but there was nothing that really, (laughs) I mean, it has been my failure to be able to change my reality that has has been a huge part of of this sadness on my part and and I while I'm doing okay I'm I'm not my joy has just really been diminished because I haven't been doing what I was doing before and that was was really continuously as much as humanly possible focused on my future and so what I've been doing the last couple weeks is I have just been more in the now and and present in what I'm doing in the moment and because I just felt this need to just give it up because I I was having so much angst about the not having it that I just couldn't do that anymore for right now. I was like I can't I couldn't like continuously go after this carrot. And so I had to just get off of this treadmill. And so, and so I, perhaps I am creating this, this cloud of pessimism, (laughs) per se. I'm going to end this podcast with just this little story, but I, I had gone to a client's house actually yesterday and there were these beautiful Christmas lights. And I actually just really wanted to cry. It's, it has been such a challenging year. It's been a challenging four years, but it's been a challenging year for sure with this COVID and the craziness of this election in the U.S. and world events and it just seems like our long-held traditions and the joy that that is supposed to that's supposed to come with getting together with the people that we love and I just 
just don't know what to do with that. I don't know where we're going as a species. I mean, I it was my understanding that we were going in this direction of a different way and peace and love and joy. But it sure looks like this last year has been just chaos and conflict. I don't know, I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> I'm like, oh, bah, I'm like, the Grinch. I'm the Grinch who stole Thanksgiving. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to go try to sleep. And I will be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.